We're back. Did you miss us? Oh, they missed us, babe. They've been clamoring for us. You don't know that. At least three people who listen to this program <laughs> have probably noticed that we've stopped posting yeah, episodes in the past month. I've actually <laughs> noticed that um, our audience skews more expats to Florida than it does Florida natives. Of course it does. Yeah, because they're just well, trying to figure out what's up. Well, the question, I mean, you, uh, how many Florida natives are there even in Not a lot. existence? Yeah, yeah not a there's, lot. people aren't from Florida. They go there. Yeah. Yeah, so people who came from somewhere else and went down to Florida and look around and go, what the fuck is going on with this place? <laughs> they listen to our podcast because that's what our podcast is all about. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, your hosts are now married. You're listening to two married people talking about human garbage. <laughs> yeah, it's a little fulsome, it's a little edgy, you know, you never know what you're going to get with us. <clears throat> that's true. Disgusting, Nathan. Hey. This is what the people want. This they is never what the people said that. Need. Stop speaking for the people. I am the people. We the people. Let's c'est moi, baby. Um, so we went up and got married. We spent, we've been off the air for like three weeks because we had to take our whole fucking life to upstate New York and do a whole wedding all on our own. Yeah, get a wedding planner, guys. That was dumb. It, it was hectic. It was. Uh, we didn't have the fucking money for a wedding planner. I know, but then I if think about all the stress. If we got a wedding stress. planner, we would have had ten dollars left over for the wedding. <laughs> okay, fine. You'd feed everybody saltine crackers. Fine. And water. No, we did it. We did it perfect. Like, you know, and we can handle stress. We can handle a little stress here, here and there. I know. We've done it before. We'll do it again. You know what I mean? It's like a produ- a wedding's like a production. You know. All it is is just arranging details. It exhausted me, I have to say. Yeah, I believe it. That's because yeah. you did all the work. And I just sat by <laughs> and went, you're doing a great job, babe. This is awesome. You're like, let me tell you what planning a wedding is. No, no, no. A little stress is it's nothing. It's fucking easy. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, you did everything. Yeah, you did. Um, well, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but then I girls, made you. The girls do everything when it comes to the wedding. The guys sit back and kick her feet up. Yeah. And chill. But I made you plan the honeymoon, which was also lovely. It's autumn here where we are in Chicago, and it is crisp, let me tell you. It is like you think you could just pluck a fucking Macintosh apple from the goddamn sky. It's perfect. And snap into it, and it, the flesh comes off in that one solid bite where it's it comes <laughs> off in like a flap, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's apple season, baby. Oh, yeah. It dropped like 40 degrees while we were gone. It did. We I left. Didn't it was in the eighties when we to. left. We came back. It's like forty-seven degrees. Yeah, it's a bit you know excessive for October, if I have to say. Well, it's because you're from Florida. You're like an alligator at heart. <laughs> True. So you you don't you're you're cold blooded, which means you need the sunshine to be able to like you know warm mm-hmm. yourself up. Like you go sit out on a rock and take in the UV radiation. That's how you heat yourself up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a little it's a little tough for me. Yeah, it's tough. But it's here's, tough. here's the other thing I was thinking we of. We yanked you out of the tropics and dropped you into this like deciduous, you know, like northerly climate. I mean, you, it's beautiful, but you've I'm You've spent your whole life adjusting to it. Yes. So here's my thing, though. And I'm thinking about Halloween coming up. And I'm thinking about like wearing costumes, you know, kids, trick-or-treating, whatever. How do people wear costumes outside of the state of Florida on Halloween? I don't understand. You would have to norm... You, just it's it's October sixteenth, and I have to wear a puffy coat. Can you imagine wearing a Halloween costume? 
in this weather, you'll have <laughs> to put a coat on top of your costume. And then what's the fucking point of that? Well, this is the point is that like everybody who's not from a tropical like swamp like you, um, they're fine walking around with it with a costume. Where How it's, like, is that 48 possible? Degrees. Because it's we're all from here. You know what I mean? You think <laughs> like, it's adrenaline? I grew up here. Like it's exciting to go trick or treating and it or might whatever, be and it's adrenaline. I think it's just we're used to it. You know what I mean? Ugh. But you put on you put on like a parka. You put on like a down parka when it yeah, hits already like in fifty-five my, degrees. Like my polar fleece, my fucking Eddie Bauer <laughs> puffy ass to my knees. Like it's basically a spacesuit. That's already what I'm in. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it hasn't even hit like the thirties yet. No. It's gonna get real cold. You remember you used to live here a long time ago. I did. Um, I want to share with you guys a Florida story. We've got a lot going on in this episode. We're so excited to be back. So we have, I have lots of stories for you. I have lots of Florida women. I have so much to talk about. Oh my God. Well, the fucking, like the month that we took off, Florida was all over the place. All over the place. The The Martha's Vineyard thing. Yeah. The Martha's Vineyard thing. Where DeSantis was sending people to Martha's Vineyard. Uh, Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen. I'm definitely going to talk about that. We got so much to discuss. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm going to start with a Florida story sent to us by a listener named Danny. And it goes like this. Hi, I listened to your podcast episode titled Florida Stories, and I realized that I have a Florida story. If you're still hearing stories, here's mine. I'm from the UK, and Florida remains the only state in the US that I've ever been to. My my family took me and my sister to Disney World in February 1998. Wow. I was nine. We stayed in Kissimmee like many visitors do. Being from the UK, the most dangerous weather we ever experience is a rather windy day and a possible localized flood that drains within a couple of days. Right. It's very mild up there. During our second night in Florida, we experienced the state's most deadly tornado ever recorded a tornado still holds to this day holy shit at first we were watching from the balcony thinking this is amazing because we had never seen anything like that yeah exactly it then obviously turned to dread very quickly and we didn't know what to do we <laughs> just was coming straight at him we just hid under our beds afraid for our lives <laughs> fortunately for us it passed us by but it devastated the town We took a drive the next day and witnessed carnage like we'd never seen. Wow. Ruined houses, cars upside down, palm trees everywhere. Good God. Half an alligator. No. Oh, shit. That's crazy. Half an alligator? Yeah. Oh, my God. It says, but the most memorable part. A Florida guy wearing only USA budgie smuggler panties. Okay. Going for a run. Budgie smuggler? I think he means just That's pretty whitey, good. tidy whities, right? Budgie smuggler panties. Yeah. I'm not sure what he's talking about. I think he means I'm a picturing... man in like very small underwear. I'm picturing a man wearing a Speedo. Yeah, me yeah, too. That me kind too. of thing. Yeah. Budgie smuggler. But like white and like he should have been thrown away. I like the term budgie smuggler. <laughs> so do I. Um, going for a run uh-huh. as if nothing had ever happened yeah of course he waved at us Uh and said good day good day (laughs) and we waved back that's when i fell in love with florida that was florida man that was florida man you had a florida man experience in the wild he did i'm trying to picture how that alligator got ripped in half yeah that like a fucking stop sign came through and just (laughs) sliced him 
God damn. You know, Florida's... Much, I, I, I wouldn't think of it, that as a place that gets tornadoes. I know, I wouldn't either. Is that something you've ever heard of? Yeah, we've had tornadoes. The tornadoes that we've had, though, in uh-huh. my experience, have been alongside hurricanes. So, like, oh, wow. there's a hurricane, um, and somehow the weather pattern from the hurricane stirs up a bunch of tornadoes, and there'll be, like, multiple tornadoes in the area. It's like the hurricane's having babies. Basically, yeah. It's, it's like spawning little tornadoes. Mm-hmm. See, I come from Tornado Alley. That's, like... The area that the area that I grew up in is like a stripe down the middle of the country that's called Tornado Alley. See, we talked about this with your... So when we were getting married, and your family was with us up in upstate New York, um, they were trying to rush back. This was the most ironic thing I've ever seen. They were trying to rush back down to Florida to get there before the hurricane hit. True. Which to me is the most counterintuitive fucking thing <laughs> I could possibly imagine. Like, you wouldn't you want to stay a couple extra days in New York? No. No? Florida people don't give a fuck about hurricanes. They literally were, like, they were so stressed out about getting to Florida before the hurricane hit. Well, yeah. So that they could be there during the hurricane. They didn't want to be stranded in upstate New York. I mean, what would they do up there? What would there? they do? I just, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> and so then, funny. It's because the weather in upstate New York was perfect. They could have gone like, they could have gone to like an apple orchard. They could have done like a corn maze. You know what I mean? Like, the, that's what to do in upstate New York. The call of Florida is strong, you know? It's I guess the, so. The, the homeward bound call of the wild. So why did they actually need to get home so quickly? Was it just because well, their their pets are down there? Yeah, like, I think it's the pets. So their flight about? got canceled for the day after. Yeah. And so then they had to scramble that day to try to get out. Because yeah. like, there were still flights to Florida that day. Mm-hmm. But everything else in the foreseeable like week was basically canceled. Because they were like, you're not getting there. Like, yeah. you're not going there. Yeah. No one's going there. Um, but yeah, they wanted to rush back because they had a, um, a pet sitter staying at their house and they were trying to get the pet sitter home, ironically to Chicago. So yeah, I think it, I think it was mostly just, they wanted to get home and they knew that they wouldn't get home, you know, in, in at least a few days if they waited. And mixed in there is the fact that Floridians just don't take hurricanes seriously at all. At all. Yeah. And, and. And this one was so pretty serious. It, yeah, this was a cat, fucking Category 4 hurricane yeah. barreling at exactly where your mom and dad lived. They lost power for a couple of days, and they lost internet, and their air conditioner stopped working. Oof, yeah, awful, that's rough. But that's rough down there. Yeah. But they're fine. They're totally fine. They're totally fine. Yeah, and they don't bat an eye. They happen to be in Sarasota, which is like right where they were was in between bands of the hurricane. So they yeah. just, by sheer luck escaped like the the very worst of it yeah um but it knocked their power out for like a couple of days yeah. and my mom was like i can't do any work like i'm just stuck here looking and at i think your they dad. couldn't watch any tv either like <laughs> so they were just stuck there looking at each other i literally can't imagine what they did because they watch tv constantly yeah, and then she works constantly yeah that's all they do so i have no fucking idea she read the <laughs> newspaper probably your mom was like digging her fingernails <laughs> no. into the bench <clears throat> So what I was going to say was, so obviously we were talking about hurricanes for a couple of days and, um, and they said something which was really enlightening, which was that like a tornado, which is what I grew up um, like fearing and respecting healthily in the way that you guys don't fear no, and respect don't. Um, no. hurricanes at all, mm-hmm. is that a tornado comes and is gone within like an hour and you don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So 
there's not much use in like there's no real anxiety really. It's like if you hear the the sirens, you go downstairs. Yeah. And then after an hour, either your house is blown away or it's not blown away. Right. But with a hurricane, you get an entire week's worth of notice. Yeah. And you just have to sit around there thinking about the fucking hurricane for a week. Mm-hmm. And then when the hurricane comes, it lasts for like two days. Yeah. Of just nonstop blasting, driving rain and 100 mile per hour winds. And then after that, the flood and the power the outages. The flood and the power and outages. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So I got a message um, from one of our listeners during the hurricane, during yeah. like the lead up to the hurricane. Um, I posted something like, welcome to initiation week or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Um, and she says, so far the worst part of the hurricane is being gaslit by Florida natives. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> you watch you the news. You guys are nuts. Yeah, and it's nuts. like, this is major, prepare. And your neighbors are like, this is nothing. You're being paranoid. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like she said, someone told her to stop buying all the water, Yankee. So they called her a Yankee? That's what they called her. Oh, uh, they did her dirty. There was no need for that. Yeah. That's right? crossing the line. It's crossing the line. And I was like, dude, yeah, feel that flame. We really do gaslight. We really do go like, Psh, what are you, a pussy? Like, you guys you're do. You're fucking boarding up your windows. You like to act oh tough my about God, the hurricanes. Wah. Yeah, I know. What would you, okay, what would you do during a hurricane, babe? What would I do? What did we do growing up, or what would I do now? Okay, was, what did you do growing up? And then imagine you're an adult back okay. in Florida. What we used to do growing up is nothing. Like, um, nothing like what? Like, like, like nothing. Would like, you get I, off of school? And make okay. you go to school? No, we would get off of school, okay. which would be, oh my God, that's like our snow day. Right, Like yeah. you're praying, actually you're praying for that. When you see on the TV that the weather pattern, that the, that the hurricane's coming towards you, yeah. oh my God, you're just crossing your fingers and toes, man. You are literally praying to God that the hurricane comes to you so that you can get a couple days off of school. What's funny about this is that like when you're a kid in the, you know, in the northerly climates, you get a snow day and like all the kids are like hoping and praying for snow and ice and sleet and hail or whatever the fuck, whatever will get you out of school. And then you, you get a snow day and it's like super fun for a kid. But then you grow up and then you realize, oh my God, this is such a fucking pain in the ass. This is like chapping my balls, how annoying it is for that everything's covered in snow and I still have to go do my life. But... In Florida, I think that the adults also get as excited as the kids do for the hurricane. The impression that I get scrolling through social media is that the adults, unlike for some reason, adults don't get snow days off. They they fucking like they have have to go to to work. They have to still go do their life. But everybody gets everything off for a hurricane and the adults just go drink and like have a good time. Yeah, and stand outside. (laughs) To watch it. To be in it. I saw so many videos of like people like having garden parties. Oh yeah, dude. I saw videos barbecues. Of a, yeah, barbecue outside during a hurricane. I know. I know. How the fuck do you keep it lit? I don't know. But th- but we're magical the, people. You have we'll, your we ways. find a way. Yeah. I saw a video of a uh, people outside having like a croquet party. What? Well, I wouldn't want a croquet ball to be picked up by the wind and hit me in the side of the fucking head in my temple. Well, listen, what actually happened was they had like a tent, like one of those Costco, you know, mm-hmm, like canopies. Mm-hmm. And that thing got picked up. And the Classic. video that I saw was like a lady, she was playing croquet and she got nailed in the face with the <gasps> tent from Costco. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's how fucking injuries happen, people. 
But it seems like the whole the whole state's having a big party during the hurricane. Yeah, it's it's a pretty festive season, I'd say. <laughs> I knew high schoolers when I was in high school in Florida that would go surfing like the morning of a hurricane. So it'd be like it'd be raining, but the waves would be like so big. Whereas, you know, in Florida, like most of the time, the waves are really wimpy on the East Coast. On, on the West Coast, Christ. you can't do anything with the waves at all, period. But on the East Coast, there's some surfing. And but then like it would swell, you know, right before the hurricane Fuck. and they would fucking go out and do See, that. See, like, all the other people. shenanigans that we're talking about, they're at least on land. You know what I, I mean? Know, like you're going chance. out onto the ocean during a hurricane. This yeah. is insane. I saw a guy canoeing on social media too, like canoeing during the hurricane. During the hurricane, Just, yeah, crazy. You couldn't catch me on a body of water during a hurricane. You couldn't catch me anywhere near Florida during a hurricane. Yeah, so we used to like maybe buy an extra pallet of bottled water from Publix, and maybe my mom would like get a bunch of Diet Coke just to because <laughs> she usually my mom every day goes through the McDonald's drive-through to get her extra large Diet Coke, extra ice. Uh, She's really upset that there's no styrofoam cups allowed in Florida anymore. Yeah. So she brings her own styrofoam cup. Let that sink in. Okay. Which means she's been collecting styrofoam cups <laughs> for years. And she brings her own straw. Yeah. Just in case they start to switch to cardboard, which McDonald's hasn't yet, but she's prepared. Hey, it's her drug of choice. That's her So vice. she would have to have make sure there's Diet Coke in the house because McDonald's will be closed, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it. That's literally it. So like you we, just, during a hurricane, you'd just be pissing a lot, is what you're saying. Yeah. You didn't yeah. get any extra no, food just, or anything? Yeah, no. It's <laughs> just water and Diet Coke. Yeah. We had whatever food we so had, we were So in case we you're trapped with. for a week, yeah. No, we don't do that. You don't do that? Mm-mm. We don't board up the windows. We don't... Dude, we don't even cover our pool. You're supposed to do that. We never did that. We... One time I had a trampoline. We didn't nail the trampoline down, so it absolutely flew away. Oh, my God. Over one neighbor's house to the other neighbor's house, knocked out their entire back fence. Jesus Christ. And ended up bent in half. It was a big trampoline, too. Oh, my God. Uh, Like over their fucking hedges or some shit. Obviously, we had to pay for that. Well, given the way Floridians <laughs> are acting, you should be. You're lucky that it didn't hit somebody or their kid. I know. You know what I, I mean? know. Fucking one one time, trampoline. we were living in a house that that was surrounded by pretty big oak trees. Yeah. In that central part of the state, and my mom had me sleep in the downstairs like den little okay. room. Yeah. Like instead room. of up in my bedroom because the trees were all over my bedroom. So just in case like lightning hit and the yeah. tree like snapped in half, it would kind of go through the roof right into my bedroom. Mm-hmm. So I guess that was one precaution I remember. Jeez, taking, but it really but is the bare fucking minimum. It's the bare isn't minimum, it? yeah. Damn. Wasn't there a little more to that exchange that yeah, you Yeah. So um she said that she said literally I put up shutters on my child's window. Yeah. And my neighbor came over yeah. to my house. To mock her? Sunglasses on the back of his head. Uh-huh, you know classic. that? Yep. Yeah. Oakley's on the back Lightly of his head. drunk. Yeah. 11 a.m. Yep. Being like, it's just a regular storm. Chill out. Chill out. <laughs> <laughs> Chill out. Uh, Relax. He was mad that she was harshing the vibe. Yeah, she was harshing the fucking Dude, vibe. he was just trying to get a buzz on. And I she's know. over here fucking hammering fucking <laughs> shutters together. 
<laughs> it is so funny. It is really like truly you 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 see the devastation of a hurricane when you're from out of town uh-huh. and you hear all these horror stories about people not evacuating or people not preparing properly and then they're yeah. like on top of their roofs needing to be like emergency evacuated by like a helicopter yep. or whatever. Yep. And the news is like please buy a generator. Please in the, the grocery stores are actually the grocery stores are more full in Brooklyn before a snowstorm, a regular snowstorm. Yeah, true. Than they are in Florida before a hurricane. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, and then truly the people who live around you are like, what are you doing? Like, what's that about? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, what am I supposed to do here? You're not supposed to do anything. Yeah. But here's the fucking problem. So then let's get into what actually happened. Well, 126 people died. That's really like bad. Like 130 people in this whole hurricane, which, by the way, knocked out the entire electrical system of the entire nation of Cuba uh, and then ran absolute roughshod over Puerto Rico. Damn. Um, and continued on once it was past Florida into the rest of the United States. Oh, yeah, South Carolina. Made landfall in South Carolina and North Carolina and Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, and 130 some people died and 126 of them were in the state of Florida. And perhaps maybe that has something to do with your fucking attitude. <laughs> you lackadaisical fucking cocky ass you lackada- Exactly. You lackadaisical bitches. You guys got fucked because of your fucking attitude. Well, you, you got to be cocky about something. <laughs> you got to know a little so bit So it something. really is just... So it really is just the one in like every 25 years that comes and rips shit up. And Mm. that's what you pay attention to. Yeah. Like Hurricane Charlie, Hurricane Andrew. Those were big. So it's like you get hurricanes every year, but you only get a really good one every (laughs) so often. Now you're thinking like a Florida person. So most of them you just ignore. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Yes. So apply that same logic to like going to the doctor babe. <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> once every 25 years yeah or like not once every 25 years but like okay well my left eye stops working every like you know <laughs> every year around the same time my left eye stops working but you know it always comes back so you know it's no big deal right that sounds like sound logic to me yeah but then one year you have a fucking grand mal stroke <laughs> Or grandma seizure. So what it, do you know what the deadliest hurricane in Florida history is? I know, actually, and in fact, because this is a mini-sode, because we are just coming back. We're getting back on our feet. We're getting back into form. Um, we got the Florida facts, so that is that is my Florida fact Let's today. just do it. So Ian was really pretty fucking deadly, and it was the deadliest one in like modern, modern history. Basically, since we started naming... Mm-hmm. Hurricanes. Yeah. This was the deadliest Floridian hurricane um, since then. And in fact, it's the deadliest one, uh, the most recent one in comparison that even hits this list was 1935. Oh my God. So it's the deadliest one since 1935. But that being said, it is far, far from the deadliest hurricane that has ever hit Florida. So you want me to go down the list? Yeah, dude. So, Ian is number 13. It's pretty high. It's pretty... Well, yeah, considering how many hurricanes there have been in Florida history, 13 is pretty high. And it's an impressive and deadly hurricane. And you guys should have paid a little more fucking attention to it. But 
Um, Ian is at the bottom of this list with 126. Mm. So the next one up the list is more than 100 more deaths. It's 240 deaths. And that was in 1906. That was the quote-unquote Florida Keys hurricane. Jesus. And then all the way we jump all the way back in time to 1563, where an unnamed hurricane hit Florida, which was then a Spanish colony, and killed 284 people, probably more. Oh my god! Because I'm sure they were only counting Spaniards. I know. I was just going to say, not Indians. No, yeah, I don't think think the Indians were getting counted back then. But that being said, the Indians probably knew a little bit better and like went into the, you know, into the center of the peninsula. I wonder if they had like little, little habits, little tips. I'm sure. Yeah. The Seminoles and the Cherokees knew what to do. Yeah. I think I said this in a previous episode, but they, you know, the Spanish set up their colony, their headquarters in St. Augustine. Mm -hmm. And apparently St. Augustine is an area, is the area that gets hit the least by hurricanes in oh, the nice. state. And yeah, it's on the coast, roof. so it's weird. Way to and go, I guys. just I wonder if like at first before the Spaniards totally fucked them, yeah. the, the Native Americans were like, Hey, were like, that's our spot. Or, or like, I mean, if you're asking us, like yeah. that's that that'd be a spot to set up a town. Oh, like, you mean that spot never gets hit by storms, we don't know why, but doesn't. You think they pulled a squanto on him? Yeah. Basically, they got all the good information, and then they killed them all. Yeah, that's what I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. wow, damn. Um, okay, that's probably a pretty good theory. So it goes from 1563, and then up the list, there's the Miami hurricane of 1926. Go Canes! That, was, that killed 372 people. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And then up next is 1935. That's the one I was talking about yeah. earlier. Um, this one killed 409 people. So it keeps jumping up the list. So 409, 496, around 500, 500, a little less than 700, 700. And then we get to the top three. The top two, two out of the top three are unnamed hurricanes. In the top three, number three was in 1622, and that killed 1,090 people. What the fuck? Well, I mean, think about it. It's 1622. Like, what do you have protecting you from a hurricane? <laughs> yeah, nothing. I think if you're really rich, you live in a stone house. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, you're just like fucking sunk. Um, then jumping up the list again, and these are just the Spaniards that are getting absolutely decimated. In 1781, an unnamed hurricane ran through and killed 2,000 people. Oof. And then... The deadliest hurricane in Florida history, which was named the Okeechobee Hurricane. Okeechobee. Okeechobee. Okay. Okeechobee? Yeah, Okeechobee. There's two E's there. Yeah, we say Okeechobee. You say Okeechobee? That's what we say. Why the fuck do you spell it that way? (laughs) We didn't spell it that way. Yes, you do. No, don't the Native Native American? You think the Native American sat down and wrote... (laughs) In Latin alphabet, <laughs> O-K-E-E. And then also, if they wrote it that way, don't you think they would say it that way? I'm just telling you what is, Nathan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead. All right, so it was in 1928, and it was the Okeechobee hurricane, and it killed upwards of 2,500 people. Jeez. And this was in 1928, so there were like, you know, photos of this. There are like people what down there the with like little, like flash cameras and stuff. So Ian was deadly, specifically, particularly deadly in the 21st century context, since we've spent 
uh, like over a hundred years developing infrastructure and getting good at not dying in hurricanes. Right. Um, but it's far from the deadliest hurricane in Floridian history. Um, and its body count is pretty puny in comparison. <laughs> Well, that's good. I, here's my understanding of how people die in a modern context in a hurricane. Yeah, go, go ahead. So, okay, but I could be wrong. The, this is what I know. So you die if you're poor. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Historically, and, <laughs> that's been true. And that's because um, you live in shitty housing. That's yes. made of shitty materials. Correct. That's shoddily put together. And blows away And easily. blows away, uh-huh. um, including mobile homes, things like that. Yep. If you're living in your car, if you're homeless. Yes. Bye. You're also more likely to be zoned to live in a divot. Yes, exactly. You know I mean? Zoned to live in like dangerous areas. Yeah, below that... sea level. Exactly. Uh-huh. Um, also you probably have less opportunity to evacuate because like, let's say you don't have a car. Let's say you only have one car, but you have a whole family, but like only certain people are going to fit. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. Or let's say you're like us and you only have like $500. (laughs) Exactly. Where are you going to go? Where are you going to go? Where are you going to stay? You know, (laughs) are you going to get a hotel? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Not not likely. So they usually stay and they usually die. Um, another way you can die in a hurricane in the modern world mm-hmm. is if you're old. Mm-hmm. And that usually means an old person that is either A, living alone, right, or B, right. living in a nursing home Ooh, yeah. because of power outages. Oh, man. So yep. the old people that die in nursing homes die of normal stuff that is preventable mm-hmm. within a nursing home due to things they're hooked up to that no longer have power. Right, 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 right. Or just like, you know, let's say like, because this actually happened in the most recent hurricane. Let's say like access is suddenly cut off to where you're Mm, at. Right. And you're in an old folks home on, let's say, Sanibel Island down in Florida. Oh, God. Idyllic, beautiful Sanibel Island. Rest Um, in peace, my beautiful girl. She's not dead. She'll be back. I actually have a good feeling about Sanibel. So just for the listeners who don't know, mm-hmm. I did grow up the... Well, I grew up everywhere in Florida, but I spent like a good chunk of it in Fort Myers, which absolutely got devastated. Probably got hit the hardest. Yep, it did. And Sanibel Island is a barrier island right off of Fort Myers. And I spent a lot of time there as a kid. We would go to the beach there all the time. I was in like a community theater over there. I was in ballet classes there like... It's such a beautiful area. So and it many was your cute bars. It was my childhood, and <laughs> bars is my childhood. Um, but yeah. no, I. Oh, it's so beautiful. But it got really inaccessible. So since we moved away, basically, I haven't been in in damn near a decade or two because it's really expensive. the The toll for the bridge is insane. I think it's like twenty dollars. It's it's absolutely nuts. Um, and the hotels are just completely unaffordable for normal people. Like you can't, yeah. you can't stay there. Yeah. It's like upwards of like $500 a night at like the shittiest hotel. Well, not, n- not anymore. And I let know. Me tell and you so why. I have a good feeling about it because now, <laughs> sorry, but it's absolutely been pulverized and yeah. basically nah, no one can live there. I mean, like you can't access it. The bridge is broken. So there's yeah. no bridge. You can't get there by car. People had to be emergency evacuated by 
boat. Imagine being on a little fucking boat in that hurricane, by the way. Yeah, terrifying. Terrible, terrifying. terrifying. Um, but I, I think that like what generally happens when an area is devastated is rich people don't move back there. No. Not first, anyway. No, yeah. It'll be a cheap hotel stay in San I think so, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, But yeah, go. what I was going to say is that the bridge got taken out. You mm-hmm. said that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, basically, imagine you're in a nursing home there, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, like, your medicine, you can't get your medicine because yeah. there aren't any cars that can go there. So, you're fucking stuck, and then you die. You know what I mean? Yep. Absolutely. Um, but, so, what, you were, you were right about all this stuff, and there's another way that you could die in a fucking hurricane. You can be old, and this is what happened to most of the people who died in this particular hurricane. It was retirees, it was old people who didn't evacuate, mm-hmm. and then they drowned. How did they drown, though? They drowned because the storm surge went up to 12 and 16 feet in some places. <sighs> so imagine you live in a single-story home in Florida. Oh, my like, God, shut up. No, on the water somewhere, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, like in Naples or something. Yeah, and you're fucking 82 years old and your joints aren't so good. You know, you haven't played water polo in a long fucking time. All of a sudden, the sea level's rising and rising and rising. And all of a sudden, it's fucking coming through your windows. You Oof. know? All of a sudden, you're going, ah, oh, shit, I should have taken the F-150 and fucking drove <laughs> up to fucking Georgia for a day. So being poor... Being old in a nursing home, mm-hmm, being mm-hmm. old in your home and having your home be, so you're drowning. Yeah. Uh, old people drowning. And then uh, also just people who have a medical emergency and the EMTs cannot get there. That's right. That's, That's another right. way people die. And we're talking about direct deaths. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're talking about like the hurricane actually kills you itself. Because there are a lot more people who die after the hurricane passes because of things that the hurricane did. Like what? Like take out the bridge. Is what I was right. Saying. Okay, I see what you mean. Yeah. Or being hit by something like yeah, right. Wind, wind damage, right? But like exactly. being hit by a falling telephone pole or yeah. some shit. Luckily, that's much less likely mm. because that seems like a terrifying way. To <laughs> it's really scary. Yeah. Although, although flooding and dying in a fucking flood, and drowning. Is yeah, drowning also inside your own yeah. home yeah. while it's flooding. <laughs> yeah. That actually might be worse. Yeah, because yeah. if you get if you like like the alligator that got cut in half by the <laughs> airborne stop sign that I imagined from earlier. Like if you're just standing in your house and a fucking you know telephone pole comes flying through your window and you didn't expect it. Then that's a pretty that's a pretty, pretty serene quick. way to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just ugh, like yeah. that, and then you're then it's lights out. But if you're just sitting there and you can't move, like you're an old guy in a wheelchair, and then you just see the water start pouring in from every direction, oh my God. that might be a thousand times worse. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it's terrible. That is also how most of the people who died in Hurricane Katrina died. Just drowning, right? Yeah, it was yeah. drowning because they were right next to Lake Pontchartrain, mm. and it wasn't the like. The rest of New Orleans was fine. It was the the Lower Ninth Ward mm-hmm. that was right underneath Lake Pontchartrain. Um, that when the levees got overflowed and like some of them got eroded away, basically the entire lake spilled out onto them and came up and flooded their homes up to like fifteen twenty feet high. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So you had to you had to get up to your second floor if you had one, or on top of your roof, otherwise you were fucking sunk, literally. So poor. Yeah. So black. <laughs> who was it who said that? Uh, it was, it was Wolf Blitzer. Wolf Blitzer. <laughs> yeah, he was talking about the, he was talking about the looters, wasn't he? He was talking about during Hurricane Katrina, he was on air and he was watching videos of people looting and like people's houses being destroyed <laughs> and he was like, "And so many of these people are so poor." 
and so black. These people, almost all of them that we see, are so poor and they are so black. And this is going to raise lots of questions for people who are watching this story unfold. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Oh, God. That was the source of like many early memes too that was when kanye because it was a benefit for katrina victims when you remember kanye and mike myers were on tv and kanye was like george bush does not care Care about about, black people yeah yeah which is probably true yeah probably true (laughs) but man kanye has fucking come a long way that was early signs of where kanye was going oof yeah it's all unraveled guy was erratic i used to just think he was doing it for like attention but right like as a performance he's seriously bipolar man and he's done all of this without the help of Florida, somehow. Yeah, that's true. He he would be a Florida man. He seems like a Florida man. He would to me. fit right in in Florida, wouldn't he? Yeah. Maybe he has the swamp fever, and we don't know. We maybe don't know. Maybe so. It. Yeah. Maybe Actually, he's being called down to Florida. Did you know that he? He's met, a Trump guy. He might go down to Mar-a-Lago. I'm sure he's been to Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. Um, did you know he met Kim Kardashian in Miami? I'm not surprised. Not and surprised they decided to be boyfriend girlfriend in Miami. <laughs> Let's be boyfriend girlfriend. <laughs> That's how they so said it. So that was doomed. Uh, from yeah, it was doomed the from the start. Oh, speaking of like swamp fever. So I said that because I just before we started recording, Nathan came home from the gym and he caught me sitting, uh, eating cereal, watching Goosebumps on my laptop. Oh yeah, the, the children's Canadian the Canadian children's program based on the books of R.L. Stein. Uh-huh. Um, and I was watching one called Swamp Fever, and it's set in Florida, clearly filmed in Canada. Yeah. It's fine. Um, they tried. They, they played like ominous banjo music and hung like a, some Spanish moss and kind of called it a day. But the, the villain in this episode was like a Florida man. He was a Florida man. He was like a toothless fucking like redneck with like a one-eyed. long beard living out in the in the swamp. Yeah. And he said, the, what was the quote? Like one of the kids was like, they say the swamp gives you a fever. It melts your brain because you get too hot. And then you go crazy and you, you hear the call of the swamp <laughs> yeah, and like, you go live there forever. It was like, it boils your brain and it makes you do crazy things. <laughs> and we both grabbed each other and we were like, it's Florida. That's Florida, Florida. man right there. Yeah. R.L. Stein knew it was up. All right. So I'm going to tell you about a Florida woman. Tell me about your Florida woman, okay. baby. Trial delayed in Florida's killer clown case after new disclosure. This is from WUSA 9. Killer clown case. The trial of a Florida woman accused of dressing up as a clown in 1990 and fatally shooting the wife of a man she later married has been postponed. Damn, bitch. West Palm Beach, Florida. The trial of a Florida woman accused of dressing up as a clown in 1990, again, (laughs) has been postponed following the disclosure of law enforcement files containing information about other clown sighting leads at the time. What the fuck? Prosecutors informed defense attorneys for Sheila Keen Warren on Wednesday that they had found a clown sighting file, which defense attorneys had been demanding, but prosecutors had been saying they didn't have. Defense attorneys are also seeking sanctions against prosecutors for what they say are instances of failing to disclose the clown sighting file. What? The 25-page clown sighting file has the names. So a clown (laughs) sighting file, like a file of all the clown sightings? Yes. People seeing clowns and then running to the police and telling them, I saw a clown. Yes. Okay. So basically, okay. So Marlene Warren. Apropos of nothing. Just like, like, because this woman killed someone dressed as a clown. It wasn't like these people were looking for clowns because of that. No, no. They were just out, like, and if they saw a clown, 
And they would go to the police office and go like, listen, I, I saw one. Yes. And this file is 25 pages long. And in what? 1990, there are 40 credible leads, which means names, addresses, and phone numbers. What? For 1990, in this area of Florida alone. What area of Florida is this? West case? Palm Beach. West Palm Beach. Why are there so many clowns <laughs> running around in West Palm Beach? I don't know. Why were there 40 clown I sightings? Don't I don't know. What and they babe, were doing. that's only the reported clown I sightings. I know. Can you imagine? How many clown sightings went unreported that year? Or how many clowns went unsighted? Oh my god. So okay. What the fuck is going Marlene on? Marlene Warren fatally. Was fatally shot in the face. Yeah. In May of 1990. Not good. By someone in an orange wig, okay. red nose, <laughs> <laughs> white face paint, who handled, handed her carnations and foil balloons. What? And then she pulled out a gun <laughs> with a little flag that came out that says bang on it? Not a flag. Oh, a my flag. God. Uh, real gun. Um, at Holy her shit. upscale South Florida home. Gina Warren was arrested in, get this, 2017. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a long fucking time ago. Wait, so, okay, so what the <laughs> fuck? So 27 years after the fact. Yeah. 27 years after the fact. Almost three decades after the fact. I mean, it must have been this, Somebody right? Somebody figured out what her clown costume was? No, no, no. What? But like, well, I'm thinking, well, how, how did, did she not get caught? So, so maybe, you know. Well, she was dressed like a clown. And, <laughs> and apparently there there's many thousands clown of clowns. <laughs> they couldn't find the right clown. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> they couldn't find her. Why are there so many clowns? So she was arrested in Virginia in 2017. <laughs> oh my God. Because of DNA technology. Wow. So they found, they. Wow. they combined ev new evidence with evidence that they gathered decades ago that basically they couldn't do anything with, but they Jeez. knew that DNA testing was advancing, so they kept it, even though they couldn't do with do anything with it in 1990. And wow. basically they retested everything, and they were like, oh, it's this, it's this fucking lady. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so... Um, wow. Does it say where the DNA was found? Like, it, was it on no, the red it nose? Say. Or like? It doesn't say. Holy shit. It doesn't shit. say. But she, so she married, so she killed... Her yeah. boyfriend's wife in 1990. They married in 2002, which is funny to me because don't you want to get married after? Like, aren't you killing his wife to marry him? Why wait 12 years? Wow. That's kind of weird, right? Well, it's, I mean, to throw off the suspicion, throw off the uh, I see, I see. Well, you know when I mean? they found her, she was an employee of her husband, Michael, at a used car lot that he owned in Virginia. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. I wonder if he ever knew that she was a clown. Right, right. Did she ever let that slip? I don't know. He like look open like looked in the back of the closet and found some like huge shoes one day. This That's is crazy. Good. How did she what? <laughs> Well, now you know by the way that that's a pretty good fucking disguise to use to kill somebody. If you're going to commit murder in West Palm Beach, it seems like you know what your disguise ought to be. Oh, sure. Like sure. And as long as you don't leave any DNA at the fucking scene, you oh, know yeah. what I mean? Like, wear some gloves. Wear big red gloves <laughs> so you don't get your <laughs> fingerprints on anything. Yeah. So. Holy shit. That, that was good, babe. That was wild. You got a Florida right. man? Yeah, I do have a Florida man. All right. So mine is also weirdly from 2017. Ooh. Um, Here it is. Here it is. Okay. This is from ABC6, Pasco County, Florida. The headline is, police say Florida man commits murder over his imaginary girlfriend. Okay. In Pasco County, Florida, WPVI, 
Police in Florida say a man was killed over an imaginary girlfriend. KTRK TV reports, investigators say, 30-year-old Brian Desario shot and killed a man because he thought he was hitting on his imaginary girlfriend. The shooting happened on Thursday. Desario was then killed in a shootout, subsequent shootout, with police. Deputies say he had a history of mental illness. The name of his victim has not been released. What, What was the name of his imaginary girlfriend? Okay, it doesn't say what the name of the imaginary girlfriend was. But it does say that his mom was... Yeah, probably Crystal. (laughs) Probably Crystal. Um, His mom was the one who turned him in. His mom called the police after he killed... um, What's his name? David Armstrong, it says here, um, who was his mom's friend, um, who Brian Desario thought was flirting with his girlfriend who didn't exist oh god so he probably david armstrong he probably thought david armstrong had a little something going on with his mom yeah and then now he's gonna start flirting with his girlfriend yeah i mean that's crossing the line line, man yeah so david armstrong or i mean brian desario who was obviously a schizophrenic man who for some reason had easy quick ready (laughs) access to a firearm Uh uh-huh yeah shot David Armstrong dead. And then his mom called the police and said, my son, my son shot someone. He is schizophrenic. Please get the officers an ambulance here now. He's got a loaded gun. Ma'am, ma'am, get the guns away from your schizophrenic son. Don't keep guns in your house with, with your schizophrenic schizophrenic. <laughs> so Pasco County Sheriff's Office deputies arrived at the scene holding weapons. Body cam footage showed. One of the officers asked Desario to show his hands, but obviously Desario did not do that, and he shot at the deputies who returned fire, officials said. Desario began walking towards the school a few hundred feet away, which was immediately placed on lockdown. (laughs) Um, The deputies made a conscious decision to do anything that they had to do to protect these kids in school and protect the community, meaning the fucking deputies decided to shoot the schizophrenic guy with the gun who was headed towards a (laughs) school full of kids. Oh, my God. Which I think is the right decision. I think you got to fucking shoot this guy in the head. You know we're not pro-cop on this podcast. No, definitely I'm pro that move for sure. Sheriff Chris Nako said during a news conference, uh, probably moments before this, they were driving on patrol and doing what they had to do, and seconds later, they're in a life-and-death situation putting their lives on the line. After the shootout, Desario went back to the home and killed himself, Nako said. Mm. So they didn't shoot him, but they tried. They tried to shoot him, but they, they just didn't. missed, or I, I don't know. I, I they mean, need more training. I don't have the details here. Huh. I just see that Desario went back to his house. Let's get these cops back. They in said school. no, 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 and he didn't. He was like, all right, and he didn't go to the school. He just went back to his house, and then he killed himself. Right. Um, in the privacy of his own home. Oh sure. WFLA reported a robot was sent inside the home. Interesting. They sent a little Roomba in there with a video camera <laughs> where it found Desario dead. Uh, Nako said Desario had an AR-15. Does that sound familiar to anybody? No. AR-15. It was a big gun. Yeah. <laughs> that's, all <I> know. <laughs> yeah, that's all you know? That's like all of the mass shootings that have been committed in the past like five years have been done oh. with AR-15s. Fucking um, Sandy Hook. Oh. Fucking uh, the Las Vegas one. Uh, fucking the one in Florida, the Parkland. Yeah, Parkland. These were all AF, A5, AR-15s. Excuse me, AR-15s. I I have to tell you something about Parkland. What about Parkland? It's funny that I mentioned that. So the jury reached a verdict the other day. Oh, about, the other day. Mm-hmm. About what? Um, on October thirteenth, about uh-huh. 
the sentencing of um, Mr. Cruz. What's his name? Holy Ethan shit. Cruz? Nicholas Cruz. Nicholas Cruz, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, they sentenced him to? him to life in prison without the possibility Not of parole. Not to death. Not to death. Oh, wow. And people Pretty lenient are for a very jury. mad about it. Yeah. Of course, yeah. He murdered a bunch of children. Yeah, 17. A child murderer. Yeah. 17 children. 17 people. Holy shit. In 2018. Dude. He yeah. was the one who, like, when the police got him, he, like, pretended like he was hearing voices, right? Yeah. That's a Ugh. really, really cringy video. Oh, God. It's entertaining, though. I, de- I have to say, I'm sorry, don't kill me. It's a really good video to watch. Google it. Um, just because it's, oh, it's prime cringe. I mean, this kid he hasn't, He's, seems like he has no idea. What the, the impact actual, and like, like the reality of what he's done, but God, not no. not not in a mentally ill way to me, no, just, just mentally ill like, as in like psychopathy or something. I mean, it's just yeah. like it is not computing for him. It, you could just see it in his face, uh-huh, uh-huh. the gravity and the finality and the gruesomeness of what he's done. I mean, it's just like yeah. it's kind of like another day for this guy, except for he's like pretending to like be jittery well, and he's pretending he's to, to like get hear out of voices. trouble. Well, of course. He yeah. just sees it as being in trouble instead yeah. of like, I just murdered 17 children with a semi-automatic with rifle. With a semi-automatic yeah. rifle. Yeah. An AR-15, An which AR-15. by the way, AR-15s um, have been the subject of hot debate mm. in this country because of how many mass shootings they've been used in. And that this was the, the genesis of the, um, 30 to 60 feral hogs. Oh, Do you remember yeah. that? That oh, guy, I think favorite. it was during the 2016 elections. It was like during a town hall with one of the presidential candidates. And they were talking about this particular weapon, which keeps being used over and over again in mass <sighs> shootings. And uh, one of the, it was a tweet that was being discussed and it just flashed along the bottom of the screen <laughs> during the discussion of AR-15s. And it was like, it, it was from a guy who lived in like rural Arkansas or something like that. And he was like, okay, serious question to people who want to ban AR-15s. How else am I supposed to defend my daughters from the swarms of 30 to 50 feral hogs who can descend upon my backyard in three to five minutes? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember Damn. that? Damn, get that man in a, a, a special petition to have an AR-15. Can we get a tall AR-15? fence? How about a tall fence? Yeah, what about a tall fence? I mean, you don't need a grenade, dude. Get a fucking tall fence. Why are your See, kids See, my out? mind didn't even go there. I was like, get that guy the gun. That guy needs the gun, and no one else can have one, but that guy needs one. Let okay. me ask you something as a parent. Mm-hmm. How come you're just sending your children to go play in an area that you well know could be overrun by 30 to 50 feral hogs in three to five minutes? Yeah, it's not A-plus parenting. Yeah, I'd say keep an eye on your fucking kids in that case. So, um, By the way, if you had an AR-15 and you were firing into a crowd of 30 to 50 feral hogs that were trampling your children, you'd also be firing directly at your children. That's true. That's true. It's really unsafe all the way around. Not the best hypothetical. Um, but, but it's a serious question. Incredibly entertaining. So yeah. I wanted to say briefly that um, the reason the judge said, I mean, it was a trial by jury. So yeah. three people in the jury voted no death penalty. Yeah. Um, but, but people think that he got off because one of the defense witnesses was his half-sister um, who testified 
and they corroborated uh, that their mother drank heavily and used drugs, including cocaine, while she was pregnant with Nicholas Cruz. Oh, Jesus. And they kind of used that to say, like, these delays, these like these developmental things, these like mental illness things. They blamed like, it on his mother. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if he hadn't had access to a gun, then he would have just been a fucking Some weirdo other fetal on his own. Yeah, kid. exactly. Yeah. He would have just been a fucking loser instead of a loser with a goddamn semi-automatic rifle. Here's the really ambitious funny part, of killing all his classmates. What? The What's funny the- part is some. Some parent on the try of one of the kids who died yeah. is calling jurors, threatening their life. <laughs> oh shit! With oh firearms. Oh my god! And shit. It just keeps it just keeps compounding. I know it's bad. Ugh. Well, folks, don't shoot one another. That's all we have to say on the Florida Woman podcast. Yeah. Um. You want to talk about Tom Brady? Yeah, definitely. I don't really know anything about this except for like. Okay, so let me let me say what I think. Yeah, is yeah, happening. you give me your book. Okay, so Tom Brady, Tampa Bay Buccaneer legend, Tom Brady. Hell yeah. Um, who keeps retiring and then unretiring, addicted to the game. Mm-hmm. Um, he came. He retired at the end of last season, but he wasn't satisf- satisfied with his ultimate uh, loss in the the playoffs, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And he uh, he decided to come back for one more season, mm-hmm. or maybe three more, or five more. And his wife Giselle Bunchen, mm-hmm. um, who I believe is very attractive, and yeah, I a think model. So. Right? Yeah, she's definitely a model. She's a she's a really wealthy, really famous international supermodel. She was one of the original yeah, 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 yeah. Victoria's Secret angels. You know, you know it's like funny. Heidi Klum and stuff. Like, so I'm I'm sure she's really attractive. But like, if you say picture an attractive woman in your head right now, obviously the first one that pops in my head besides you, Kelsey. Aw, isn't that sweet, guys? See, you gotta. You know, put the moves on Selma Hayek, and I could just see her mm-hmm. head in my mm-hmm. in my thoughts right now. But I, don't, I have no idea what Giselle Bunchen looks like. like you her. say no, no, no. You say Giselle Bunchen, and I just can picture fifty morphing blonde faces that are like shape shifting. I can I can imagine like a collection of features, but I have no idea what she actually looks like. Google her, and that's something that I think about like super like supermodels like that like you've gone beyond like attractive like human attractiveness into uncanny valley into yeah yeah uh, just an assembly of what people deem to be like the correct parts to assemble into a face like that it's true it's true so that's that's anyway that's my point about (laughs) i can give you a rundown of her features if you want Okay, go ahead. I'm she's looking at her face right now. Tall, thin, Brazilian. So she's kind of tan, a little bit olive. German skin. Brazilian, huh? Okay, here's the thing. What Suspicious. Are, what are Brazilians? Yeah, that's my question. With a last name like Bunchen, yeah. I just don't understand what is a Brazilian. A Brazilian's Who everything. is a Brazilian? Bra- Brazilians are famous for Apparently, being like just a mishmash of Hailey Bieber tons is of a Brazilian, and she like goes around going like I'm not white, so that's like awkward or something who's, when people like Hailey say Bieber? she's being. Who do you think Hailey Bieber is? Justin I don't know. Bieber's We've changed the subject white. like ninety times. No, I'm in the talking last about all seconds. Brazilian famous women that I know <laughs> that are obsessed with being Brazilian. By the way, Hailey Bieber. Yeah. I'm looking at her. She's just a thin blonde. Lady. Exactly. Well, okay. I'll tell you what. So Brazilians are famous for being a mishmash of just everybody, like a ton of different ethnicities. That's what I just, thought. Yeah, yeah. 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 Native American, um, or Native Brazilian, I should say, 
uh, like black people, uh, P- Indian people, uh, Europeans, obviously Portuguese and Spaniards, mm-hmm. and then you and know then there's Germans, Germans mixed. Yeah, the Germans, <laughs> the German. But uh. these like these models that you're talking about, these are German immigrants, fairly recent German immigrants yeah, to yeah, Brazil. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know Brazilians, that's what Brazilians are. They're famous for being everything all at once. Yeah. Yeah. Does that answer your question? So I don't. Yes, but that means I don't care about them. I don't care what? about that. That's not an. That's not an ethnicity. That's not a. You. I just. Yeah. It's not an ethnicity. It's not a place to be from. It's a bunch of ethnicity. It is exactly, a place to be from. What exactly. are you talking about? It's not. It is it's not. It's not like being Italian or something. It's like Brazilian. You could be fucking anything. Your eth- ethnography, whatever, yeah. could be anything. What well, does it mean to be with, Brazilian? Like, Americans. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. What point are you making right now? I don't know what. I point guess you're I'm making. just I'm just mad because Haley Bieber is like being racist on Twitter and shit. Oh, she and is? then she's like, mm, I'm not white though, so awkward or whatever. She's what? like obsessed with like using quote like being Brazilian, which is probably like only a half or a quarter. God knows. Uh, and by the way, her aunt pretends to be Spanish. Hilaria Baldwin is her aunt. Okay, this whole family is fucked up. What? So I don't buy her Brazilian fucking heritage, like getting her out of oh, saying weird racist what? shit. That's so weird. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow the fuck down. Okay, we have changed the subject 150 times. Right, well, keep up, listeners. Keep up. <laughs> okay, hold on. So Haley Bieber is a Baldwin? Yeah, Haley Baldwin is her Haley name. Baldwin. So she's yeah. Irish. She's Alec Baldwin's niece or something. She's fucking Irish. Exactly. So where's this Brazilian? I don't know. Thing probably her from? mom. This is ridiculous. Exactly. Okay. Sorry. Let's get back to Tom. Tom and Giselle. <laughs> yeah. Way um, the fuck back to Tom and G- <laughs> Giselle. Okay. So Giselle, who we discovered is a Brazilian sort of nondescript supermodel. Yeah. Uh, very beautiful. Um, She's got like a really lady. pronounced jaw, which Tom also has. Yes. But people allege, ooh, people really allege. What are they really That allege? Tom's had some plastic surgery. I believe it. Yeah. He's obsessed Here with perfection. Exactly. He's the exactly the type of guy who would go out and get cosmetic go under surgery. The knife. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, he also wants to live forever. Did you know that? Oh, God. He he's drink- one of those guys. Yeah, yeah. He has like, he's like on the, he doesn't like, he's one of those guys who like, his diet is not about like controlling how much he eats he, oh. like he's not a person who loves food oh. he's a person who sees food as like Fuel, a, a like means a... to an end oh god you know which i think is like a, a symptom of psychopathy oh, i think it's scary. just a sociopathic yeah. thing to think yeah then um, where's the pleasure yeah there's no pleasure like pleasure the pleasure is winning do you see what i mean like Ooh. tom brady's only upset that's why he keeps unretiring from football yeah the only pleasure he gets out of life is fucking dominating his enemies. Oh, my God. He's like Genghis Khan. Oh you know what I mean? Oh, my God. This guy is not normal. He also drinks like 19 glasses of water a day or something like that, which, by the way, you're not supposed to do. Yeah, you can actually, literally kill yourself you from doing die. that. Yes. It's called drowning. We've done a whole episode about that. Yes. But anyway, fucking... Um, so, okay, that was my guess about them. So yeah. he... Giselle's pissed off that he doesn't want to, like, spend time around the house. Yeah. And uh, he knows no pleasure except for, as I said, um, defeating his enemies on right. the gridiron. Jesus. And, that, and so they're splitting up. Yeah. And it's a whole big deal. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, you nailed it. Okay, I great. mean, you know, he, uh, yeah, retire, unretire, retire, unretire. And then he really retired this last year for 11 days. 11 days? And then he went back to training. 
He can't help himself. This is he what I'm saying. Like cannot. they're gonna have to drag him off the field. I mean, you're 45, guy. Like I yeah. get it, but you won a Super Bowl two years ago. See, th- you're He's not won satisfied so many with anything. Super Bowls. You're not satisfied with anything at all. He wasn't satisfied when he won the Super Bowl. Like he could have just ended it there. I wish he would have. Yeah, me too. Well, anyway, um, he's, he's a Florida man now. He's empty, got the floor, he's got the swamp eyes. fever. He's got empty eyes. Got yeah, empty he really eyes. does. I'm looking at him right now. He, this is a guy. I could see him. I mean, he's handsome. Yeah, but I think he's. I think you're right. I think he's been under the knife. Yeah, if you look at like old photos of him. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. This guy, he makes the same facial expression. Every in that, photo. Like, you know how like football players have that like little like headshot that like mm-hmm. shows up at the yeah, bottom of the screen. Yeah. Yeah. The the picture of him, like the facial expression that he's making, I could see him like peeling the skin off of <laughs> off of a like captive animal. You know what I mean? Like mm. he's just got this empty, horrid, it's sort empty, of it's hollow, vacant smile. Do you see yeah. the picture I'm looking at? Yeah, it's vacant. Look at him. Like picture him with like a pair of scissors and like a cat underneath. Yeah, him. I don't want to. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, My mom a- has a huge crush on Tom Brady. Always had ever since he was like a fucking patriot. A lot of people have crushes. Oh my god! No, I can't. But he, yeah, he's in uncanny valley territory to me, with especially with the vacant eyes. Oh, totally, totally. Yeah, Yeah. not happening for me. Um, so why does your mom like him so much? I don't know. He's blonde and athletic. Yeah, he's not really, is he? I always I picture him as a blonde. He's got light brown hair. Yeah, light brown. Well, anyway, um, Giselle said in a magazine article, I think Mm -hmm. last year. Um, so this isn't pertaining to their split currently, but mm-hmm. it was sort of ominous yeah. um, that she wishes her husband, Tom Brady, could be, quote, more present in their family's <laughs> life. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm imagining them having sex and it's just him on top of her, like pumping <sighs> vigorously. But his like eyes are he's looking somewhere else and he's like thinking about something. Oh, else. oh my God. <laughs> I can um, imagine the lovelessness of that marriage. She uh, says that she also has concerns about her husband's return to the sport after prematurely announcing his retirement this year. She says, obviously, I have my concerns. This is a very violent sport, and I have my children, and I would like him to be more present. He loves violence. He loves violence. He loves domination. Dominating. <laughs> um, yeah, and so, like, you know, there's these little hints here and there. Uh-huh. Um, basically she just said, but ultimately I feel that everybody has to make a decision that works for them. He needs to follow his joy. <sighs> He's already, he, he already has seven rings. I mean, I, what more joy? What, what is eight rings? I you think know that's, what I mean? the, like, that's the only time he feels joy is like when he's got a, when he's getting a new ring. Yeah. When everybody comes together and says, you've done it again, Tom, you're the best. You're better than all of us. Uh, that yeah. seems like the only joy he's got. Cause otherwise like. You could go retire and go fishing. You know what I, I mean? No, do anything else. You have so much money. You could literally do any, you anything. Could do anything everything. you wanted to. And apparently, so okay, because I've heard criticism like, yeah. when okay, well, you have a husband that makes bunches of millions of dollars and you know and still works like boohoo, like your yeah. husband goes to work. Yeah. But apparently, I watched a little documentary about him. I think it's called uh-huh. Man in the Arena. His schedule. In the off season, yeah, is more or less the exact same as his schedule. Of in the course, on-season. it is. Of course, he doesn't take time. Stop off. working. Yeah, he's he doesn't stop conditioning. Playing yeah, he's waking up at five a.m. He's doing all. He's just not playing games. That's the only difference. Yeah, so he's basically just absent from her life. Life entirely. Absent from the house. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like, Which, by the way, Giselle, you should have fucking known this. I know. You're I marrying know. Tom. You could have picked any NFL player. <laughs> yeah. Any yeah, single one of them. She could pick anybody on the planet. She's yeah. literally one of those people who walk up and just go, you. You. <laughs> and yeah. d- dissolve a marriage. A guy would just, I mean, just she could just go like, I. you're coming with me. And a guy would just leave his whole family behind. You know, like, that's the kind of person that she yeah. is. Yeah. So, like... She could pick any fucking NFL player or any major athlete on the whole planet or movie star or whatever, but she picks fucking Tom Brady. I know. So you kind of should have known this. Yeah. You knew he was crazy from the beginning. Yeah. They've been married since 2009. Here's something I always think yeah. about when I think of their coupleship. What? Um, they got together and he was with a girl it, like the year before or something like that or like Uh they had he had just broken up with someone and they got together and then when they were already a couple yeah his ex-girlfriend said fucking pregnant oh shit so basically they were a new couple boyfriend girlfriend dealing with like him bringing a baby into the world with this other girl bridget moynihan is her name bridget moynihan we'll look her up Mm mm-hmm um, and yeah, the son's name is Jack, I think, Jack Edward, and he's 15 now. Jack Brady. And he's being raised by Giselle and Tom, which is... That's weird. Kind of weird, right? Bridget was like, yeah, see ya. She's like, I don't want another Tom. This is a mini Tom. Get oh, it away man. from me. Yeah, that's terrible. Um, yeah, and then they have two of their own kids, Vivian Lake and Benjamin Rain. Ugh, Jesus. Ooh, weird guys. names. Weird with names, the, guys. With the middle names. Because Benjamin and Vivian, that's, that's not that bad. But, yeah. So they've been married quite a long time, actually. Um, I also heard that she was pressuring him to quit, obviously. But here, here's the thing. You yeah. said she should have known. I don't think there was any way to be able to predict that he would still be an NFL quarterback at 40 fucking five. Yeah, okay. That's true. But that's also like too late. You shouldn't marry somebody and go like, okay, I'm going to suffer through, you know, 10 to yeah. 12 years of him just being gone all the time. Because yeah. I know that after the 10 to 12 years, he'll just come and be a great husband and everything will be super. Yeah, you're you right. You know what I mean? You're right. Like, that's yeah. pretty short-sighted. And I, and, and I guess that's what she's done. Like, that. that is, like... Yeah, she's been she, going like, okay, and you're going to be a great husband and father in... in next year. Maybe five, next year. and maybe next year. Yeah. now. Exactly. Um, And like, can you imagine the stress of like, because he's been toying with retirement for like half a decade. Like, so can you imagine the the stress of the like swinging pendulum of like, oh my God, this year is going to be our year. He is going to quit. And then at the last fucking minute, he says that he's not. Yeah. Especially that. I mean, I could totally see that that's like the straw that breaks the camel's back is like, he officially fucking retired. They announce it. Yeah, for sure. The NFL announces it. He's gone. They're going to retire his jersey or whatever. It makes me wonder if, like, he says that she can't go do stuff. Like, yeah, if she could just, know. like, go take trips or, like, you know. Well, but she has to run their whole household. Like, I think being the wife Does of. She? Yes. I think being the wife of an athlete yeah. is probably a full time job. And what I mean by. I don't know. I don't know at all. But this is my suspicion because everything revolves around them. So you you live in a place that you wouldn't normally live, right? Like, she yeah, lived like in Boston. Tampa Bay. Like, I, she doesn't. Uh-huh. Oh no, she wants to live in Tampa. Oh, she wants that was to live what in I was going to say like five minutes ago. Is that oh, like I see. he? She was pressuring him to retire, and like I say that with a fucking air quotes. Yeah. Um, as a patriot, you know. Uh huh. Um, and he like 
was like, I'm not retiring. I'm not, I'm not retiring. Football, I'm not done yeah. with football. And so she was like, Let's go somewhere warm, please. please. Yeah. yeah. Can you it. please let me live somewhere nice? Yeah. Like, please. <laughs> okay, fine, fine, fine. So fucking what there's was no it? What was it going to be? Hawaii. San Diego, yeah. Tampa. Like Los there's really Angeles, not. Yeah. Maybe. yeah. So um, that's kind of why he's in Florida. I've heard. Okay. Through the grapevine. Nice. Uh, on the street. Makes but, sense. But um, fuck, what was I saying? Oh, I think it's a full-time job being the wife of an athlete because your life revolves around them. Yeah. You live in somewhere you don't, you live in Buffalo, yeah. God forbid, or something like that. Ha- they don't have to, you know? No, you do have to. Why? So you're never going to see your husband for like six months or however fucking long the training in the season you is? Don't, it doesn't seem like she was seeing Tom Brady very much at all anyway. True, but like you're trying to hold on to like some semblance of being a family. You're not going to like go live in Houston and like your husband is in boston yeah. I, don't, I don't think people are gonna do that they're trying she's trying to have a family right she's trying to have a family yeah okay yeah sure and have her kids see their dad at least for like five minutes a day i don't know you know okay so I mean, she I has to this. like run the whole household this. yeah and i know that they have like people. she came into this picture with a lot of money she's yeah. actually valued higher than tom brady even, i believe it. even today she's she has a higher net worth if it's separate yeah so not she about the money, like, okay? And that's another thing people are throwing around is like, oh, when you get to live in luxury because your husband does this thing, and like, so no, na- and you're complaining. No, 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 <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. Um, so you're holding down your fucking household, yeah. and like everything revolves around them because you need them to be successful. I think I think women that marry athletes are very supportive people by nature because like that would be hard for me. I don't think I would get myself into that situation because no. it truly is like a, you have to have like a very surrendered personality. I think, I think you I have to so. like, it, it, it revolves around them. Like kids can't be screaming in the middle of the night. Cause like daddy has to fucking sleep because daddy has a game tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. there's so many little things. And then basically you're a single parent. And then even in the off season, like I think you probably get like one good month with them. And then they're kind of like back to conditioning and stuff. And I, I I just feel like you can't just like go on vacations. Like you have to go to their games and stuff. So like you can't just, you can't just live your life. I don't think. Man, I see what you're saying, but I'm also looking at her Wikipedia page right now mm-hmm. and I'm going like, she was really fucking busy too. Like she's, yeah, she's going busy. and doing shit all the time. So it's yeah. like. Maybe she's going like, hey, can you fucking take care of our kids? Because, so that I like, can like do one fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I hear, I heard she's like getting into advocacy in, in Brazil, like mm-hmm. about the rainforest or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, it is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. I'm looking. There's a, there's a section on her Wikipedia page called 2009 to 2011. <laughs> Continued success. Aw, that's Yeah, that's not an eh. That's no, an awesome. I thought you were going to say something bad, but that's no, no, this no, podcast. There's I'm literally always nothing, bad. There's literally nothing bad about her at all on this page. Yeah. Yeah. In so fact, I, I don't think you could say anything bad about her at all. Except she for that she great. looks like, I was going to say, she looks like an expensive dog. <laughs> She's built like a like a whippet, like oh, a rare God. greyhound. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is why I was going to say, I, it doesn't surprise me that she was already wealthy, like when she married Tom Brady, because yeah. she looks like she comes from breeding Mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah um, no and she made a lot of money as a model i mean that was like i yeah, don't dude. really think you can make that much as a model now but that was like pretty much the pinnacle of like supermodels as celebrities that was the victoria's secret thing yes, right yes. yeah totally supermodels yeah. as celebrities mm-hmm. <laughs> now i think it's like celebrities so are the models really yeah true or like it's quote regular people and they have like weird scars and shit 
And we're supposed to find that cute. <laughs> but that anyway, hilariously um, cynical of you. <laughs> she, uh, I guess they live separately. Like they're living separately. She didn't go to his opening game, but I yeah. guess she tweeted support in the next game. Like, let's go Bucks. Let's go Tom Brady or something like that. Let's go Tom Brady. But they're Brady. living separately and they've hired divorce attorneys. So yeah, I think, well. and he does not look well. Have you seen a very recent picture of him? No. He looks he looks bad. Gaunt. He does look gaunt. He looks even more gaunt. You can't do it forever, dude. I know. And also, you can't like live on like protein powder and like nineteen glasses of water. Like you yeah. need to have actual food at some point. Scary. Yeah. I hope those kids are gonna be okay with a supermodel mom. They're and, like, not a scary gonna dad be okay. Does, like, there, there's no H-G-D way they're going to be okay. or whatever that's called, human growth hormone. HGH. Whatever. Yeah, they're not going to be okay. No, I don't think so. No, not at all. Um, But also, he just got fined. He just got... He got fined? He just got fined by what the for? NFL. So... Being too handsome. <laughs> so I guess a penalty... Okay, he got roughed up, but it was a penalty. This was a game against the Atlanta Falcons. Okay. And So it was like for roughing the passer or whatever. Yeah. And then... But he kicked the guy. Oh, he kicked the guy in in retaliation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, I got it. And we got fined $11,000, which is like a sneeze for him. Yeah, it really is. It's so funny. $11,000 would ruin our lives. You know what I mean? But my mom, who (laughs) follows him religiously, has for many, many years and also like is a huge football fan. She's so into the Bucks right now. Was so excited to have him come to Tampa. Yeah. Um, She's like, he does not seem like himself. Like... Any any ounce of well, and she was under a misapprehension that is that the right word misapprehension? Yeah, that he was like somehow wholesome or something. So she's like, he is not Your the wholesome that. boy that he once was. That's like, so funny. Your mom he, does do that, right? Yeah, she just like projected that onto him. Yeah, she did because he has like a white face. <laughs> like, I don't know, like a nice <laughs> white face. She's like, he's a good boy. Yeah. Um, but she's like, he plays different. Like he's like, he seems so fucking pissed. He looks gaunt. He yeah. like he's kicking people. He's like throwing things. I mean well, this win. is an aggressive player. He yeah. He didn't win last year. He's he not did, as he good win, as he but used they to did be. so good. They did do so good. He's one of he's still one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. It doesn't matter. That's not what motivates him. Oh my god, it's so scary. It is scary. That's what I was saying. Look at his eyes. Yeah. No, imagine being married. To, imagine being fucked by Tom oh Brady. Oh my god, I'm scared. I'm scared. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> some American psycho shit. All right, so that's all I have on them. Damn. Yeah. Well, that's a. I mean, that was the that was the two out of the three things that we that we mentioned at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the th- that was the third one? Oh, fucking DeSantis emailing fucking Mexicans to Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> yeah. That was really funny. Yeah, um, it made so me too. laugh a lot. It's fucking terrible because it's like we're like these guys' lives are all fucked up right now, but <laughs> But it is kind it of is funny, funny that he was Martha's like, Vineyard's yeah, problem. Yeah, if because he sent everyone it anywhere else, it wouldn't be very funny. What? Because in Martha's Vineyard, they're all like, "Oh, we're so excited to have oh, you please, here, but please, open up the border and can please we make let them... them go away? Please, not here, please." Yeah, it's like, oh, interesting. Okay, none of you guys need a fucking like cook. I know, right? Seriously, none of you guys need help on a fucking construction team. That's what these guys are coming over here to do anyway. Fucking yeah. stack up a little money and then go home. 
No, they pretend to be liberal, and then they they yeah. really just don't want the brown people in their town. <laughs> yeah, when it they comes, they when just it comes don't. down to it. They yeah. just don't want the brown people in their town. It's a fact. It's a fact. Yeah, that's true. Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, I don't support that fucking DeSantis thinks that he can just stick Mexicans on a bus and send them as wherever like he wants. As a stunt. As a stunt. Like a yeah, because these are piece. actual human beings. Yeah. Who all they want to do is get a fucking job somewhere so they can so that their fucking wife and kids can have a house back in Mexico. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's really funny that he did it to Martha's Vineyard because liberal hypocrisy does make me it makes me laugh. Squeal so with delight. Also, like I do love maybe popular, maybe hypocrisy. unpopular opinion. Not exactly sure where this is gonna land. Go Mexican ahead. people fucking rule. Like, How is that an unpopular opinion? I have almost opinion? never met a Mexican person that I've been like, ugh. Get away from me. Yeah, obviously. Like, almost never. Obviously. Like, they just fucking, they They're hit the best. every time. Like, They're the best. All kinds. Grandmas, yeah. like, yeah, co-workers. 20-year-old dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, teenagers. Fucking, are that plumber that guys. came to our house at one time oh, in New yeah. York. Yeah, mi- middle-aged guys, mariachi fucking guys. On the train, yeah. Cooks. Sure. It does, it, I mean, and I've worked in restaurants and catering, and I mean, like, you know. It's all, yeah, it's all, all supported Mexicans. by Mexicans. Yeah, absolutely. And the whole co- they exactly. fucking rock. They're so nice. The entire restaurant industry, so the entire country funny. is supported by people from Central America and Latin America. And yes. why the fuck is that? I don't know. I, they, I don't know why. By the way, why the fuck do the people who work behind the line at restaurants get paid less Dog than the shit. goddamn waiters? It's stupid. It's so dumb. Sorry, yeah. I benefit from it, but it's really no. Dumb. Seriously, like a little white suburban like lady out front who does a job yeah. that's like less like, than less than half as hard, like le- way less than half, yeah. like ten times as easier yeah. than working on the line. Um, gets paid in tips and pretty privilege. Ra- yeah, gets home. Yeah, exactly. Gets to bring home more in tips than the fucking guy who works back on the line, who's from like Oaxaca. Yeah, you know what I mean. And you know what would fix this. If restaurants decided, Mm -hmm. restaurant owners, corporations, decided that they were just going to pay everyone who works at their restaurant a living wage. Exactly. Then we wouldn't need to get tips. Yeah, exactly. You as a restaurant uh, sitter? (laughs) Sitter? What do owners do? No, as a... (laughs) No, not that. Oh, a customer. As a guest, as a customer. Oh, my God. I could not think of that word. A sitter. An eater. (laughs) As an eater at a restaurant would not have to tip. Okay? We just came from Italy. It was fucking delightful not to have to tip. Yeah. And again, I'm a fucking... I was a fucking waitress my whole life. Like, and I'm excited not to tip. It feels good not to have to do that. Okay? Yeah. And guess what the fuck about everywhere we ate in Italy. So, every single server that we were being served by was making a living wage. Yeah. And was nice and in a good mood. Way more, yeah, they were nice, they were in a good mood, you didn't have to tip them, and guess what the fuck else? The food was less expensive than it is here in the United States. Yeah, and States. restaurant owners will always give you that little line of baloney, which is like, I well, swear to God. if we, because there were some restaurants in yeah. Williamsburg in Brooklyn, yeah. near where we used to live, that did go to this no tip kind of policy, Yeah, uh-huh. but they they all did, well, like our menu prices are going to have to be really high. And it's like, yeah, yeah. it's like the Caesar salad. Why is the Caesar salad $30? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, because they're, they're trying to keep their same rate of profit. Exactly. But, I mean, well, sorry, you can't. You can't. I mean, it's what they don't realize is that they don't have to do that nearly as much as they think they do. Like they, they just don't. Do what? 
raise the price. They don't have to yeah. raise the prices. No, they're nearly threat- as much as they I think, think they're they threatening. I think they're using that as a threat to people that want to end this weird, you get less than minimum wage as a wait staff and then you have to make that up in tips. Yeah. Why is the public paying your salary? That doesn't make any sense. But I think they're threatening, well, it's just going to be the same amount. You're, you're going to be spending the same amount of money. You're just going to be spending it on the, the entree. It's going to be But why more is that expensive. a threat? How is he it different? Could. It's not different. You know what I mean? Well, I, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess they assume that if you're if you're pro, let's stop the tipping, that you want a less expensive meal, meal. overall. And they're like, oh, right. it won't be like that. Yeah. But it's kind of a threat. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, kind definitely. Of holding I mean, it over I've our heard heads that a little bit. Normally, really? I hear that with like, well, McDonald's is going to cost you like $100 then. You know what I mean? Oh God! That's normally how I hear it. Like if mm. we if we pay everyone a living wage, then like you're gonna have to pay like seventy five dollars for a burger or something like that. Which is, I mean, that's it's such an insane thing to say. By the way, there has to be. Can a you imagine way. if we paid everyone a living wage? Like that would be madness. But yeah, no, like, I think back of house needs a fucking Me Too moment. <laughs> I oh, think they need their own little hashtag Me Too. They need to. We need to fucking get right with this. This is so yeah, wrong. Sure. They get paid sure. dog shit. Oh, what I was going to say was we ate at one of the like hippest, coolest, like, you know, internet famous restaurants in Rome and we paid w- less than for a fucking nice dinner. We paid less than what a like n- a regular bar tab would be yeah. at a, pl- you know, a random place in name your place in New York City. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it was, it was I think you could chalk it up to the fact that they pay everybody who works at the restaurant well enough so that they can continue to work there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, Okay, whatever. All this is to say, Mexicans rock. So do Central Americans. South Americans, Giselle. Mm, Mm, Impress me a little more. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, We are so happy to be back. If you can't tell, we had so much to discuss with you today. Our cup... Filleth our over. Floweth out. <laughs> our cup, our cup is drowning. Our senior citizens, it's overflowing, over and they're the in their, their own citizens. home, and they can't get out of their chair, and so they have to drown in there. Oh my God. And then no one finds them for days because their family doesn't speak to them. You know, yeah. it's been a rough life. Anyway, uh, we love you guys. Rest in peace, to all the grandmas. Rest in peace, grandma and grandpa. <laughs>